foundational tools to develop a biblical worldview. Welcome to Mentoring Matters, a listener-supported program of SharonHearts.org. With the world's culture invading the church, it is vital that we establish some deeper roots in biblical truth in order to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So join us now as we let the Word of God give us foundational tools to develop and maintain a biblical worldview. Hi, this is Sharon Hoskins. And this is Janie Ratzloff. And as we talk about being complete in Christ and the process of spiritual growth, Janie, one thing that stunts our growth is anxiety. Mm-hmm. Philippians 4, 6 says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So in these difficult days that we're facing, there seems to be a sense of worry and dread, and even in the church. So we we really aren't following this clear command from the scriptures we know it but we don't apply it Sharon do we really know it do we really know it when he says be anxious for nothing that's a tall order that we could spend the rest of our lives on fulfilling well we use it when it's convenient and then when it's not it goes in the file cabinet it goes in the file cabinet yeah And then, uh, you know, it sounds like Paul's being rather extreme here because he says, but in everything, Mm -hmm. by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. Do we do everything with prayer at the first priority? No, sadly you know, I've I've heard so many people say when they've had a problem, they're like, well, there's really nothing else we can do, so let's just commit it to prayer. <laughs> <laughs> like prayer is such a little thing that um, has l- little effect. Well, and as long as we think we can handle it mm-hmm. in our own uh, manipulation or our own ingenuity, and, yeah. then we'll tag a prayer on at the end and say, Lord, now bless our plan. Well... And if you think about our prayer meetings, a, a lot of times the the times that I've been to a prayer meeting, half of the prayer meeting, well, more than half of the prayer meeting is in discussion or, um, you know, talking about what prayers we need to need to pray and then five minutes of prayer at the end. Well, we've been talking about spiritual maturity, mm-hmm. right? And one of the true tests of a spiritually maturing person is that we are desirous to pray from compulsion. In other words, okay. instead of visiting about the, th- the program, which we feel compulsed uh, to do, we, we, we pray. We can't figure anything out until we've prayed, but we don't do it that way. Right. But that is the mark of someone who is really depending on the Lord through trust and has started with thanksgiving and rejoicing 
and that should bring us to see the God that we are serving and be under compulsion to want to talk to him about it. Well, and and on this subject of prayer, what I've seen is so many people are so busy that they want to tag their prayers in with multitasking physical things. They don't see the value of being quiet and still and listening. They think that they can just, you know, drive down the road and listen to the radio and hear God's voice, which maybe they can, but there's not the value placed on that still quiet time. It's like we jump up out of bed, hit the ground running, and we don't stop until it's time to go back to bed. But you know what? That whole time that you've just described, there's one thing that we're doing. What? We're breathing. Oh, yeah. Now, what if prayer was essential to us being able to breathe? Oh, that's a good illustration. All right. Mm -hmm. And the doctor would say, if you don't breathe, you're going to have this repercussion. And the Lord is basically saying, if you don't pray, you're going to have these repercussions. Well, and if you think about our our physical life, we have to have oxygen uh, to live. And so with our spiritual life, it should be that that prayer. It's vital to our spiritual growth. Well, you have to have oxygen to breathe. And likewise, you have to have prayer. But here's what we do, Sharon, rather than because we realize it's the natural outflow of our existence. We are compliant to pray. Oh, the Lord told us to obey. So we're going to have these prayers for those that are physically ill or that brother that we know is straying. And so it's almost like we have our prayer out of rote. We need to do this rather than if we don't do this, we're going to collapse. Do you see the subtle difference? Yes. And so it's it's one thing to obey the commands. I certainly know that that is a necessity for maturing. But to b- obey the commands should be out of that heart of love right. that has just, if I don't talk to you, Lord, I don't know the next thing to do for these people that you died for and I care about. Well, I don't know the next thing to do myself, not just for other people, but for your own for your own sanity right the i mean one of the reasons why that we don't have peace and rest is because we're not praying the one of the reasons why we worry and have anxiety is because we're not doing what it says here and bringing everything to the Lord by prayer and supplication, right? Well, and, and other people, and yes, to, to answer you, yes, absolutely. Then, yes, you and I can pray at 10 or 12 o'clock or 2 o'clock when we wake up, and we should. But Sharon, the Lord says he delights when we come together as two or more in agreement. Mm-hmm. Uh I know if somebody comes and says, Sharon, can you do this for me? And you think, "Mm, how am I going to work it into my schedule? But you had five or six people come to you and say, Sharon, we need you to help us with this issue. There's an intensity in the fact that you have numbers 
coming to you, making appeal. And again, the Lord doesn't have to have numbers, but he says it delights his heart when either two or three will be in agreement. So, you know, it might be really wise if in this new year that we decided to make a commitment to give up something else that keeps us busy Mm -hmm. and always come together for some time during the day. It would be great to be face by face, but sometimes we can do it phone by phone. Well, don't you have to have some sort of personal prayer time before that corporate prayer time is meaningful? That would be what I would consider the ideal. Okay. But the Lord says, come to me whenever you have a need. Mm-hmm. We don't have to have the prerequisites established. Well, sure, sure. So people need to know that being together and, and uh, uh, so I'm going to give you a pet peeve. I love it when somebody communicates with me by text and gives me one of those little happy face signs. And what do you call those? Emojis. Yes. Okay. And I'm so pleased to get a little praying hand or a happy face or a little kind of quirky what's going on here face. But Sharon, when that person calls me and I hear their voice and they say, Janie, the Lord brought you into my heart this morning and I have a perplexity or I have a praise or I have a burden. That live voice talking does so much for my then wanting to respond rather than just saying thank you with a happy face. Mm -hmm. So what I'm bringing forth is there was a problem that had arisen in the church at Philippi when two ladies had had great fellowship together, had worked with Paul together, and then all of a sudden something happened and they were no longer speaking and they were no longer talking together. Something was missing. There was no rejoicing. There was no like-mindedness. There was no coming into agreement to see what the heart of God said. There was just dissension and discord in the church because two ladies would not communicate with one another. You know, I see that a lot in our communities, our families today, that we decide to stop communicating to someone because they're fearful or they keep bringing up all of these things or maybe some of your family has stopped talking to you because you're always taking things back to to the to Christ and and they're trying to figure out how they can fix the government or fix the the school board or you know something of that nature so there's these differing of opinions that keep us from coming together and communicating and it all goes back to being anxious for nothing but all things through prayer and supplication making our request known to the lord because then in verse 7 it says then the peace of god that surpasses all understanding will guard our hearts and minds through christ jesus and with these two verses, we can, we can battle any situation as long as we take it to prayer. 
And that's why Mentoring Matters. Mentoring Matters is a listener-supported discipleship program of Sharon Hart's ministry. Join a community seeking to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ with resource materials available for the journey at SharonHarts.org. That's S-H-A-R-I-N Hearts.org.